Lights up on a park bench. Lights up on a deck. Lights, 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 lights up. Lights up. Lights up. Lights up. A podcast by the Ensemble Theater of Chattanooga. Hey, everybody. It's Gary, the producer for Lights Up, Ensemble Theater of Chattanooga's new podcast for playwrights, performers, and patrons of theater. I wanted to see if you've heard about Anchor. Anchor, the platform that's hosting our podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor yet, well, I am happy to be the first to tell you about it. It is free. F-R-E-E. That's right, free. Um, There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer uh, or your phone. And Anchor will distribute the podcast that you create so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. And you know what else? It doesn't cost you anything. But you can make money from your podcast, and you don't even have to have a minimum listenership. That's right. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So do like we did. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, or anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started and create your podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Red, audio engineer for Lights Up. We are taking a break this week, so we thought this would be a good time to strike while the iron is hot and remind our listeners that they can have their plays read on our show in the form of Propt. We will play for you our Propt ad that lists the rules of Propt and how to submit, then take a jump to the past as we revisit our Propt winners from Season 1. Next week, we will return to our regular release with Season 2, Episode 4 of Lights Up. Do you enjoy a challenge? Is your imagination stuck in overdrive? Is your attention span shorter than a Cubs World Series streak? Do you want your work read on Lights Up? Then consider entering our one-page playwright competition, Propped. Incorporate three of the following props into a one-page play. A mannequin covered with confessions. A decapitated head in a duffel bag. A stage ghost light. Green cheese. An old-fashioned camera. Two telephones a cloth face mask, and a ring light. Create a one-page play using any of the three items and submit it to lightsup at ensembletheaterofchattanooga.com. If your piece is selected, we will read it at the end of one of our episodes. Now go forth and write. Should we tell everyone about the secret, super wonderful surprise that we have for them at the end of every episode? So is this secret, super wonderful surprise that you speak of, is that propped? Our very own playwriting contest within the Lights Up podcast. So we are going to ask all of you listeners, playwrights or not, you can be a first time playwright or a very seasoned playwright, to send us your one page play submissions based on some props and items that we are going to release every week through our social media. And this was inspired by some game shows, right? Yes, absolutely. One that's near and dear to my heart from the Food Network called Chopped. 
participants get a basket with random ingredients in it and they have to make it work. Right. And if you want to submit to us, it's lights up at ensemble theater of Chattanooga.com. That's theater with an R E. And if you want to find out the ingredients for our upcoming prop challenges, you can go visit our social media pages, Ensemble Theater Chattanooga on Facebook. And yeah. can you tell everybody the handle for Instagram? Yes, our Instagram handle is ensemble underscore theater underscore of underscore chat, C-H-A-T-T. And that's our, our Instagram handle. And again, theater is always R-E. So those three props are a crowbar swimming goggles, and a dictionary. We were really happy to have all these submissions for our premiere episode. Um, we had a lot to choose from. They were all really excellent, but our favorite this week was Swim Man by Peter Dakutis. And so we're going to read that for you. Never fear if your play wasn't chosen this week, keep submitting. And we are going to record a few and throw them up on ETC's Patreon page. I will be portraying the character of Blue. Our audio engineer extraordinaire, Eric Red Wyatt, is going to be portraying Swim Man. And Christy, will you read the stage directions for us? Absolutely. All right, Dana and Red, you guys ready? Yes. yes. All right, Swim Man by Peter Dakutis. Lights up on our secret room with a secret cabinet in it. Blue is grunting and groaning as they try unsuccessfully to pry open a cabinet with a crowbar. Swim man enters. Never fear, swim man is here. My aunt left me some kind of treasure in this cabinet, but I can't open it. Stand aside, I'll use my infrared goggles. The sound of burning and hissing is heard. There, it's open. Swim Man pulls out a dictionary and hands it to Blue. It is some sort of book. A dictionary? How does this thing even work? How would I know? I guess you'd just wade through it. But how can I find a word if I don't know how to spell it? And how can I find out how to spell it? There's no autocorrect or do you mean suggestions? We're getting into the deep end here, aren't we? How did anyone learn anything before the internet? Well, my work here is done. I'm swimming away. Swim man mimes swimming as he exits. Why do I feel like I'm treading water? Lights fade. Okay, so now we're going to dive into one of my favorite little fun segments that we do called Propped. Um, so this, um, this short play that we are about to hear was actually based on the interview that we just heard, which I think is really cool. So we pulled three words, which were book, Batman, and mom. We posted those on our Instagram page and people submitted one page plays, one page scripts, and we got to read them and pick our favorite. And so this week, um, our favorite happened to be a piece called Torn Pajamas. And I just have to dive into the author for a second, because here's what's really cool. Dana and I both sort of read these blind. We just kind of jump in and start reading it. And I did not know, and I don't think Dana realized either. That no clue. It was actually written by one of our producers here at ETC. We didn't, we didn't find this out or figure this out until we had already picked it. Um, and so I'm just so excited for Joel. He is such an incredible asset to our um, 
to our team. And uh, I just think this piece is so awesome and so cool. So joining us to bring Joel's piece to life um, are Luis and Juanita, and I will let them introduce themselves and talk about the characters that they are playing. Hello, my name is Luis E. Mora, and I will be reading the part of Charlie. Hi, my name is Juanita Castrochoa, and I'll be reading for Maria. Thank you both so much for joining us. Uh, I'll be reading the stage directions on Joel's piece, Torn Pajamas. And uh, just as a reminder, we picked the words book, mom, and Batman from John's interview that you just heard. Um, those were the words that John's son was speaking when he was two years old. And so I think it's actually a very tender and fitting tribute um, that we chose this play about another family relationship. And thank you both for being here. And we're going to dive right into here, Torn Pajamas. Torn Pajamas by Joel Sanchez Avantes. Lights up on a singular red damask couch accompanied by a small wooden side table and a freestanding lamp. Maria, a mid-fifties Hispanic woman wearing a lace-trimmed flannel nightgown, sits alone on her tattered couch after a long day of working two jobs. She wears her years of sleepless nights complacently on her face. As the clock ticks past midnight, she looks up from her book as she hears rustling off stage. Mijo, you can't fool me. I know it's you. Did you have a bad dream? Charlie, an 11 year old boy dressed in well worn Batman pajamas, enters. I was dreaming about my parents again. Do you want to talk about it? Not really. I just miss them. Do you ever miss them? Mm, of course I do. You might have been too young to remember, but your mom had the most infectious laugh. Her laugh brought so much joy to my life, no matter how I was feeling. All my life, I worked so hard to make sure she could have everything I never could. You know, there were times when I think I pushed her too hard, but it was just me showing my love. I miss her laugh every day, Mijo. I am glad I have the opportunity to raise you and learn from my mistakes. I wish I could remember more of them. Mijo, what is this? Maria motions to Charlie's pajamas that have started to tear at the shoulder seam. Can you fix it? Of course I can. I think I want to be like Batman when I grow up. He lost his parents too and became a hero to help people. Charlie, I think helping people sounds nice. I'm sure your parents will be proud of anything you do. Gracias, abuelita. You're welcome, mi niño precioso. Did you ever sing to my mom when she was my age? Oh, many times. Would you like me to sing you something? <laughs> yes, please. Charlie nestles into his grandmother's side. Maria begins to sing a lullaby as the lights begin to fade. Just before complete darkness, you hear the final line of Maria's lullaby. Duérmete, mi niño. Duérmete ya. 
Lights fade. The winner of this week's prompt is Bodega Nights by Alice Nora. Lights up on a bodega late at night. We see a cat on the counter next to the register. A girl is waiting for her order of late night goodies. She is drunk and she's fumbling with her belongings when she notices the cat. She is shocked. Oh my God. Freya, is that, that you? Miss, pay for your order or leave. You know the drill. Seriously? How did you get here? I swore. I swear it sees. I locked the door when I left. Miss, miss, you must take your order or leave. You're holding up the line. Do you? Do you all hear these things? I am being scolded by this burglar. You burgle. How dare. How dare. Shame on you, Bodega Thief. Ma'am. Ma'am? Mamma? Did you just mammy in my face? Uh, listen, can I just... Excuse me. Can I just get a coffee black? Do you want coffee too? I, I think you can use it. Does this look like stir <gasps> books? I do not see frappuccinos. Do you? I do not. No, thank you very much. All the time, never know. Wait, wait, don't leave. Grabs the customer by the arm, pulling them aside seriously and loudly whispering for the bodega clerk to hear. That's my kitty cat! um, what? I I didn't, I couldn't hear you. What? That's my kitty cat. I think the bodega clerk burgled me for my cat. Do you really think this kind bodega clerk took time out of their busy evening to burgle your cat from your apartment? Yes. Freya! Girl proceeds to grab the cat and stuff it in her bag, bolting for the door. Bodega clerk throws a deli sandwich at the girl. She falls into the door with the cat crying in her bag. Cat leaps from bag to high up shelf. Safe. Girl continues rushing out of the bodega, sans cat and Sammy. How did you... She comes in here every time she's drunk and tries to steal Oreo. Lights fade. If you would like to submit to Prompt, visit our Instagram or Facebook page for the ingredients to be included in the play, then send your play to lightsup at ensembletheaterofchattanooga.com. So this week we had a hard time picking a winner for Propped, but ultimately we all loved Stripper Glitter by Ray McCallum. And we will have Christy reading the role of Layla and Gary reading the role of Derek with Red giving us the stage directions. Take it away. Lights up on the living room of an apartment. Derek, a heavily intoxicated man, noisily enters a dark living room wearing a party hat and carrying a bouquet of roses and a bottle of Strawberry Hill wine. Go away, I have a gun. Yeah, you do? And I'm not afraid to use it. But, but since when? 
enters carrying a baseball bat. Derek? I thought you were spending the night at your brother's. Oh, that's not a gun. Aiming the bat at him. Bang, bang, you're dead. Whoa! Oh! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> he plays doubles, which turns into him nearly falling. You better sit down. These are for you. Wilted roses and strawberry hill. Fancy. It was all I could find at the drugstore. Thanks, but why? What's going on? I was at the club, you know, with all the guys. Yay, bros. Getting married, right? Right. And there was this woman there, and she made me think of you. Okay. No, 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 not. It's not like that. I mean, she was pretty, but a little older, you know, but she had this tattoo. Eric Clapton's signature, right? And I thought. Layla was named after Layla. Well, she should be here and see this. She love it. But I miss Layla. Layla is so cool. I love. uh, I love Layla. How sweet. This Eric Clapton tattoo, it didn't happen to be located on one of her breasts because your face is covered in stripper glitter. And my mother still works at the club. Lights fade. And now it's time to hear from our propped winner. For this week, we have Just Sounds by Thomas White. I will be reading the role of grandma and we are joined by Gary who will be reading the role of father. Lights up on a father and his mother-in-law standing on her front porch. He is dropping off his daughters. They're both quiet this morning. Uh, She's still upset about the shooting. I'm sorry. She didn't seem like it had even phased her yesterday. Do you want some coffee? No, thank you. Uh, I I need to hurry. It's the cat. The cat? From the cafe? Yeah, she's upset about the cat. When the kid with the gun came in, he shot at a cat. It was sitting on top of some board games. Poor thing. Uh, He missed the cat, I thought. It jumped, game pieces flew everywhere. She hid the cat in her book bag, and I couldn't see her behind the couch where she had ducked down. Her book bag. I wondered why she didn't have it. What about her music CDs she was making? In the bag. I had to throw them out. The cat was wounded. It bled out in the bag, and the, the bag's to get the car on her uniform. She didn't tell me until we got home. She wanted to bury it with dad. Oh, God. What did you do? I put the cat in a jigsaw puzzle tin, and we took it to the funeral home. And I left it in the room where the flowers are delivered. 
with a note and I just have to go back and pick it up. I'm sorry. You better go. She asked me if God was real. What did you say? I told her that God is Eric Clapton. I don't know what to do. I'm so scared for them. You do know. What would your father say? That, that, that love and fear are just sounds that people who never loved nor fear have for what they never had and cannot have until they forget the words. Just sounds. I think Faulkner makes a good chapter for this Bible of Clapton that you've started. <laughs> Faulkner, chapter one, verse one. Lights fade. The winner for this week's prompt is Thomas White's The Insistent Downward Pressure of Water. Lights up on a man talking to himself in the rearview mirror of his car after making some purchases at a pharmacy. All I wanted to do was buy some almonds when I picked up my prescription. They're good for you. Those almonds, you needed those. I know, but you'd think I had committed a crime the way that girl in line behind me was staring. Kids are so rude now. Not a bit of respect from any of them anymore. I'd call her parents if I knew who they are. What good would that do? Just get you charged with being a pervert. I know. You get old and you're not allowed out in public anymore. They don't want you anywhere now. I was just trying to put my card back in my wallet, and she was staring, judging me, making that face. I know that face. I had never felt so inept in my life. Well, my hands just forgot what to do. I couldn't breathe. Uh, the insistent downward pressure of water. All right, let's go. You got your prescription? Yeah. God, I hate how they put staples all over the bag in the receipt now. The bottle is hard enough to get into without it being all stapled up. They got to keep those kids out. Make sure they stay safe. They're too dumb to read or think for themselves. They'll shove anything down their throats. Like detergent pods, right? Every advance is also a step backwards. I should have bought her some to go with her heart balloon. She was buying a heart-shaped balloon. Well, Judas on a motorbike. Why didn't she just pull out her smartphone and hot the dumb happy birthday post and leave you alone? Right. Yeah, I almost said that. I wish I had. If she were my kid, I would have slapped that smug little frown right off her face. I don't think they'd let you eat your almonds on the way to jail. Oh, hell, look at that. Here she comes. Well, drive. Drive, get out of here. I can't. Where's the keys? I thought you said she was buying a balloon. Well, she was. Oh, no, she has a whole bunch of them. Hurry! What's she doing? She's getting on the nursing home shuttle bus? Oh, hell. Don't look at me like that. Lights fade. 
The winner for this week's prop competition is Peter Dakutis and his monologue, The Sweetest Sounds. Lights up on Paul, a middle-aged gay man. I was afraid that Bradley might be a little too vain. It was our first meeting after chatting online. Not a date, really, just an opportunity to get acquainted in a public setting, and we'll see if there was any chemistry. No pressure. It was a beautiful day, so we met for ice cream. Bradley was certainly fastidious in his manner and dress, has ordered his green tea ice cream in a cup and carefully ate it. Me, I'm a schlub. No attention to my appearance, and <clears throat> I ordered my Rocky Road in a cone, making a mess with it. Bradley wore a hearing aid and seemed subconscious about it, which is why I thought he might be vain. But then I reminded myself that most of us are self-conscious in some way. We're so busy wondering what people might be thinking of us when they're probably wondering what people might be thinking of them. So I let it go and focused on the conversation. It's difficult enough meeting men who are my age. And what a conversation it was. We talked about theater, especially musicals, museums, wines, favorite vocalists like Ella Fitzgerald and Sarah Vaughan. Yeah, 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 gay cliches, but we were sharing our passions, and he impressed me with the depth of his knowledge. By now, the ice cream had long been finished. My fingers were sticky, and there was a soupy residue in his cup. Bradley asked for my phone number, and as I started giving him the digits to put into his phone, he leaned forward fiddling with the hearing aid. I don't know how, but it fell right into his ice cream cup. <laughs> he had a WTF look on his face. I held my breath for a minute. <laughs> then, and I loved him for it, he gingerly fished out his hearing aid, dripping with melted ice cream, and said, the sweetest sounds I'll ever hear are still inside my head, I responded. We looked at each other and said at the same time, Richard Rogers. <laughs> Bradley and I grinned, then reached for each other's hand. The sweetest sounds we'd ever hear were just beginning. Lights fade. Lights up on Anna, who is putting on makeup. Alan enters, carrying a shovel. Here, you're putting on so much makeup, I thought you'd want to use this. Very funny, coming from a man who looks like Barney Rubble. Hey, I resent that. I am much more debonair. It's like Kevin James. <laughs> I'm almost done. Well, you're beautiful inside and out. You don't need all of that makeup. You want me to look nice, don't you? I don't know. You look so good, it's like you're planning to find a new husband and dump me. Don't be ridiculous. Let me put on some perfume, and I'm ready. Anna sprays perfume on her neck and wrists. Now I know you're looking for another man. You know I'll always be Betty to your Barney. Betty was definitely more beautiful and sexier than Wilma. Kisses Anna on the neck and starts coughing violently. <coughs> <coughs> oh, I shouldn't have kissed you where you just sprayed. <laughs> Oh, yes, very debonair. <laughs> Lights fade. Lights up. A man and his husband are shopping for groceries. What's that sound? 
Somebody split a bag of cat litter on the bread aisle, and the guy that gets yogurt out of the bag for us is scraping up the rubble with a plastic shovel. Rubble. Rubble. Oh, do you want to go get a deli sub? No. Perfume lady is working. Oh, let's go around another aisle. Maybe somebody else will be there by then. I want a London broil sub. Ah, uh, fine, we can get it. I'll just stand back, go get the macaroni salad and stuff. Oh, no, let's wait. I don't like how she squishes the bread when she cuts it. Yeah, a sandwich is a serious thing. <sighs> Do you need coffee? I don't think you should get roast beef. It's kind of raw. I'd do what I want. I'm getting the sub. With lettuce. <gasps> I'll go get the coffee. Ask them to heat it at least. Whatever. Be right back. At the deli counter a few minutes later. Ah! Got the coffee. Grinder girl said to wish you good luck. You getting a sub? Yes. Uh, same, except with the nine grain bread. Different cancer, different bread. <laughs> Rubble. 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 Lights fade. Lights Up is a podcast produced by the Ensemble Theatre of Chattanooga, a 501c3 nonprofit independent theatre company located in southeast Tennessee. Lights Up is hosted by Christy Gallo and Dana Colagiovanni. Sound by Eric Red Wyatt. Graphics by Jamie Goodnight. And Casey Keelan as the associate producer. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, copied, or presented without the expressed written consent of the Ensemble Theatre of Chattanooga. The plays presented on this podcast are protected by all national and international copyright laws. If you are interested in producing any of the plays featured on Lights Up, contact us and we will get you in touch with the playwright. If you would like your play considered for a future episode or would like to be an actor or reader, please shoot us a message at lightsup at ensembletheaterofchattanooga.com. As a nonprofit, ETC relies on donations and the goodwill of patrons and supporters like you. If you would like to make a one-time donation to ETC, please visit our website for details. Or you can become a monthly subscriber on Patreon and get access to exclusive content. You can also support us by giving us a like and rating this podcast. Lights Up is hosted by Anchor, a Spotify company. The easiest way to make a podcast.